Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, welcome back to another week. We are getting toward the home stretch here, and we are now shifting our attention for those of you who've been following along this entire time on our discussion about the problem of evil. We have uh, been through discussions recently about suffering and free will, and last week we talked about how even in this earthly life, from a Christian perspective, there is purpose that can be found for our suffering. And uh, we looked at the biblical case for that. And now I want to turn our attention this week to a question of outside of this life, in, in the life to come, how will heaven mitigate our suffering on earth? And this first question is going to take, I think, a couple of episodes in order to fully answer Uh, Just like last week where we spent a couple episodes building the biblical case for the purposes of suffering uh, here in our our lives now, I want us to take a couple episodes and look at the biblical case for heaven and how it will put our suffering into right perspective, I think. So the first way to sort of answer this question of how in the world will heaven mitigate our suffering? And and by mitigate, I don't mean erase, as I said last week, when Paul talks about how our suffering will be light and momentary, that does not mean that our suffering is insignificant because our suffering serves significant purposes in our lives and it's intended to by God. But one way in which heaven will mitigate some of that suffering or put it in proper perspective is that everything in heaven in this life to come will be new. John writes in Revelation 21.1, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. Now part of the thought as to how the newness of creation is going to, in some sense, mitigate our suffering is that a lot of the causes of our suffering will be just dealt with. They'll be gone. And what I mean by that is we look at uh, not only a new heaven, but a new earth. Scripture teaches we'll have new bodies. And so much of the cause of suffering in our lives, whether that is external to us because of the fallenness of creation or external to us because of the fallenness of human beings and spiritual beings around us, or whether it's internal because of the fallenness of our flesh that we still need to deal with even after we are a new creation in Christ on this earth, all of that will be dealt with, that everything will be new and therefore, the, the world, the flesh, and the devil, so to speak, just won't be issues. The world will be new, uh, we will be new, and the devil won't be anywhere in sight. And so because of that, that, uh, that newness will sort of cut off or end the sources of suffering that we may have faced in, in this life. And so that's one way in which heaven will 
actively mitigate some of our suffering is that it's a fresh start in every possible sense of those words. Another way to think about it in a bigger perspective is that not only will everything be new, and that's in and of itself a good thing, but more importantly, God himself will live there. We talked before about the hiddenness of God, the epistemic distance that he, I think, necessarily puts between us and him as his creation and and him as creator. That will no longer be necessary because we will be fit for such an environment. John writes again in Revelation 21.3, And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people. So what would it be like to live in the immediate and direct presence of God? And again, what would that look like when we compare hardship and suffering in this life to finally sort of being in that environment? I think, uh, as Scripture says, that there won't even be a need for a son anymore because the light of God himself will provide the light and it will always be daylight because God will always be there. Just the fact that we can have direct, immediate, physical access to God in heaven is an incredible thought. And like Isaiah, I think it can be an overwhelming thought when we consider it from where we are right now. But in heaven, Again, we will be fit for that kind of interaction. And I think that will be unbelievable. It'll be incredible to experience. And, and so being able to, to, to sit with God, to walk with God as he walked with Adam and Eve in the garden, I think is going to be something that will just, it'll just frame things in a perspective that we really can't fully comprehend here and now. Uh, two more for today's episode. Another way heaven will mitigate our suffering is that suffering itself will cease. And I mentioned this earlier with uh, the world, flesh, and the devil kind of idea, but John says in Revelation 21, 4, that he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning or crying or pain anymore for the former things have passed away. And then later in Revelation 22, 3, he says, No longer will there be anything accursed, but the throne of God and the Lamb will be in it, and his servants will worship him. So all of the suffering that we have faced, all of it will be basically in the rearview mirror, and there will be no new suffering that will enter into our lives or our experiences from that point forward. All of the pain all of the uh, all of the hardship and, and the issues, trials and sufferings that we faced are now behind us forever, never to come up or occur again. And it would almost be like if you had to undergo a, a surgery uh, be, to deal with chronic pain, say, if you had a nerve issue, And you had to undergo an incredibly painful surgery to deal with that nerve issue. But on the other side of it, that nerve never misfired again. And you never had that pain ever again. 
there are people I have uh, read about and, and know of who have had chronic pain that is just debilitating. I mean, they can't barely string a thought together because of just the intensity of chronic pain. Well, what would happen if that were suddenly taken away? How would their spirit be lifted? How would their personality change? How would their outlook differ if suddenly all that was gone and they were never going to have to deal with that again? And in a way, I think that is part of what John is getting at here is that heaven is going to be a place where all of these sources of, if you will, chronic pain in our lives, they're just going to be gone and we will never, ever have to deal with them again. And what would that do to your heart? <laughs> I think there will be great joy just in that that moment of realization of like, it's it's all gone. It, and I never have to deal with that or think about that again. That's powerful. It's really powerful. It will be paradise on a level that we can't really conceive of here and now. And then the last one for today, and personally, just the way that God has wired me, I, I feel like this is, at least for me, one of the most impactful is heaven is going to mitigate our suffering here on earth because justice, real justice will finally be served. Matthew 10, 26 uh, says that uh, is quoting Jesus when he says, so have no fear of them for nothing is covered that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. What Jesus is teaching in context here is that in the end all things that have ever been done, good, bad, or otherwise, will be revealed. There is nothing, no sin, no injustice, no wrong ever done to a person that God is not aware of and doesn't know about. And moreover, that will not be drug out, kicking and screaming maybe, into the light. All things will be revealed and made known. And in the last day, when God judges those who uh, are raised to, to stand judgment before him, as the book of Revelation says, every deed that a person has ever done is going to be shown, and they're going to have to give account for that. That means that there is nothing that anyone is going to get away with. And I think being a witness to that process, seeing that God really is just, in the end, he really doesn't forget anything. He really doesn't let anything slide. He really doesn't wink at any sin. And that everyone is going to get recompense for what they have done to others, I think is a great joy. And it will be a joyful experience to see justice served in all of creation. I think that's powerful, and I think that when we see that, that will, again, it won't it won't make suffering okay, but there will be that sense of closure. I think for many for many believers who have experienced those kinds of things in in their lives. So on Wednesday, we're going to pick up with some more reasons why I think Scripture tells us that heaven will mitigate our suffering here on earth. And in the meantime, tomorrow, we're going to look at Psalm 16. So I hope you'll join me then. 